to the Gritty Sports Podcast Season 2. For all our subscribers, we've probably already lost viewers because that's <laughs> what happens to every single show on television. <laughs> After Season 1, people just leave. So we have a cult following, so everyone that likes this podcast, uh, wear red tomorrow and jump off a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> all right, please hold. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, but either way, we've got a good show for you today. Uh, we're without Tyler. He's Thank working. Thank God. He's, a, he's, a, he's a, a government employee now. He's, he's clocking in, clocking out. Uh, he'll be with us eventually. Uh, I'm glad he's not going to be here for the What You Miss segment today. We'll, we'll sporadically throw those in there because there's a lot of excited people about their championships. And we have funny stories regarding those games and the Super Bowl and tequila. But either way, we got the NHL, we got the NBA. Uh, we got the gritty finish, as always, and uh, we have quite the rant for you today about why Greg Popovich is not as good as you think he is, probably. And he's not only not as good as you think he is, he's also a prick and not funny. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> just thinks he's First funny. First of all, no, he's he funny. No, okay. Hilarious. Yeah, you're, you're just, drink the Kool-Aid. Well, it's, oh, just, cool. it's, it's like Marshawn Lynch, though. Marshawn yeah, Lynch no, funny. Marshawn Lynch is actually funny, though. I disagree. So does like Popovich just have to steal a golf cart and like drive around? Is that like <laughs> that would the, honestly make him hysterical? Is I would, that like what he? Needs I would love to, to do? see that. Yes, or, right. or eat Skittles. Or eat Skittles. <laughs> all right, or be on the league, maybe. Yeah, either of those. Any of work. those things. But I guess we'll get started with hockey. And Ryan brought up a good point that you know we're making this podcast right now, currently like two hours before Game Six of the Eastern Conference Finals. So. We're going to play a little what if and some some bold predictions. So we're going to talk about the Penguins and Senators game. I put together a list. You guys can chime in at any point if you want. But I think that the Pens will win tonight if Eric Carlson dies. Okay. So that's that's my first one. Okay. If he just dies, the Penguins are going to win. Uh, if Crosby scores a goal, obviously, uh, they're 11-1 and in the last two postseasons when Sidney Crosby scores a goal. Uh, the one loss did come in this series, though. Uh, if the mm, Benino line and... holds the puck in the zone, there was like an 83-second shift among like three different lines where the Penguins held it in the zone that led to the Nick Benino third goal of the game. So if they can keep that rolling, they should be good to go with uh, Brian Rust on that line as well. And uh, if they execute on the power play, they went three for three uh, in the previous game on the power play. looked really good doing it. So those are... If the Pens win, that's what they're going to do. Do you guys have anything to add? Okay, uh, yes. For the Pens to win, I also believe that Eric Carlson will have to... I, I don't think they will kill him. I believe right now, um, injured Latang has... For the past few weeks, Latang has signed up as an equipment manager for the Ottawa Senators. <laughs> and he has slowly been gaining their trust. And for the playoffs, he has become... The water boy, he has all the access to their water supplies. So what he's going eye drops in there. He's gonna yeah, he's gonna put (laughs) some iodine into their water, and they're just not gonna be able to leave the bathroom. And the senators in general are just gonna 
they're gonna have to toss in the towel. No team shows up to the They're ice. gonna shit the, the bed. The Penguins will also win for the following two. The secret of uh, Guy Boucher's scar on his face comes mm. to surface, and it's really lame. Like he like tripped and like fell on like a scooter or something like wow. that. Like something really lame. <laughs> uh, you know, not something intense. Like he was in a knife fight as a child or something like that. And then the second one, uh, which is escaping me right now. Oh, I'll come back to it. Okay. <laughs> I'll come back to it. My brain isn't working. I'm running off like seven hours of sleep. Shout out to Cole's like 8 a.m. Amtrak train. Um, is Cole here? No. Thank God. He, he is Thank in God. New York, I think. No, but where was and he? Austin's back in Pennsylvania. Oh, I dropped him off at the Vienna Metro exit at like 5.30 in the morning. On your way back from... Oh, so he no, was here. He was here. No, that's what I'm saying. Thank yeah. God he's not here anymore. Can you smell him? <laughs> <sighs> I don't think so. Oh, okay. I remember what I was going to say now. The, <laughs> the the Pens will also win if before the game during warm-ups, Bobby Ryan's pants go down and the crowd pee-pee shames him. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think – see, my are, – are we going on to the what, how the Senators will yes, win now? Yeah, we're going to okay. move on to that. How the Senators will win, I think that would also play into the crowd because I think if that – If he hangs dong. <laughs> what? <laughs> if he hangs dong. And it's impressive. That's how. Oh, it's okay. Fun. No, I, I was guess thinking. It's not unimpressive. They're going to storm the ice. Just the fans, <laughs> the fans. climb the ga- climb the glass, and they storm the ice, and they just play, and then it's much more difficult because there's so many more obstacles. <laughs> I mean, like they, if it goes off the ref, they continue to play. Exactly. So they're so all it just goes part off of fans. the ice. The you game don't must see, go on. Yeah, because you don't see like any streaking really in hockey at all. So I think because it's just the that would be very hard. Exactly, it would be really hard. So I think that just Ottawa as a city needs to come together, form some type of human pyramid, <laughs> um, a ladder scheme of sorts, and then once I think if you got about like six or seven like strong men forming a slight staircase, you would be able to funnel hundreds of fans onto the ice very quickly. All right, another way the Senators will win is if Evgeny Malkin doesn't get his home-cooked kebab meal from his mother. (laughs) Apparently that's a really big thing for him when they had the 24-7 series on HBO. They were talking about, like, how his parents moved here so they could cook him meals before the game. I like it. So a good kebab is important to Evgeny Malkin um, because we all know that Malkin, for lack of a better term, I'll take it from Tyler Smith, is a mental midget at times. (laughs) He is. And uh, so hopefully he'll have his kebabs and he doesn't get a face wash early in the game. Um, but some more legitimate points for the Ottawa <laughs> Um If they score the first goal, they'll probably win. Uh, the team that scores first in this series is 5-0. and uh, if In Eric the playoffs in general this year, it's been, like, ridiculous. Yeah. Like, the, the team who scores first has won at a higher percentage than the home teams have won throughout the, this uh, NHL playoffs. So that first goal is going to be very huge. Yep, and, you know, unlike the NBA playoffs, these playoffs have actually been fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't been just a blowout through the entire thing. And the we're, we're having an eight seed in the finals, yeah, essentially. Yeah. We're, co- we're going to talk about Nashville yeah. here in a moment and just really how impressive that is. And, you know, it kind of makes all the people that really hated having 16 teams in the playoffs, I guess. You know, it's worth it now. Neck yourself. Neck yourself. <laughs> you played yourself. The Predators swept the Blackhawks 4 nothing. I still don't know how that happened completely screwed up my Stanley Cup bracket. <laughs> Not that that mattered at all, but uh, and the other ways the Senators will win is if Eric Carlson obviously plays to his highest level. He's got those two stress fractures in his uh, 
and his heel. And if he mocks Crosby a lot, did and you see how he was making fun of Crosby? Yeah, he was like talking. going around and like whispering to his teammates, just like, like mouthing nonsense. I don't even know what Crosby's saying. Like I feel like he's just whispering like sweet nothing he's like, hey, in people's ears. Good like, job, hey, you're doing a great job. Like and Kirk look, Cousins does. And yeah. you look terrific. <laughs> good for you. I like those colors on you. Uh, uh, obviously, uh, if Anderson, Craig Anderson, isn't shook from last game, if you guys watched the game five, he, he really couldn't have stopped a beach ball from going in the goal he looked absolutely terrible and you know what was weird about that game is they went up three nothing the penguins did and they took carl or they took anderson out and then they took a timeout and they put him back in i only have ever seen that i've never seen i've never seen that i've never seen that happen before so they they took him out again after the 4-0 it just like went off the back of his skate um they're gonna have to uh make matt murray be tested basically murray didn't really have to do a whole lot in the last game he had like a a 22, 23 mm-hmm. shots, uh, you know, shutout, uh, spread out across three periods, and like 10 of their shots were in the third when the game was out of reach. Uh, Murray just hasn't had to be excellent, kind of like how Flurry was in the early part of the uh, series, which is just kind of sad. I, I kind of feel bad for Mark Andre Flurry to like carry the team all the way there and like have one bad game and get, uh, you know, yanked out of there, but that's sports. He'll probably be a Las Vegas Golden Knight come yep. next season. I would yes, he will. Um, and then they got to be better on the power play. They're 0 for 10 in the series on the power play, and they're like 0 for 25 in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's bad. you got to score on special teams. Special teams are what really make a title contender, so that'll be important for the Senators. Does anyone have any like ridiculous takes on the Senators winning? <laughs> no, but I would good. like to go back to Craig Anderson and like him coming out and going back in and stuff. I feel like that shouldn't be allowed. Like it should be like baseball, it, yeah, yeah. where like if you come out, you're done. You can't, yeah, you can't yeah, go yeah. back in. If they want, if they pull Craig Anderson and put the other guy in, and then like he gives up a couple goals they and they want to pull him, yeah, you there. need to put in a skater. Go, you can let him put on the pads, give him like a couple minutes <laughs> to put on the gear, and then just send like a defender back there and it's just like, be like just stand there. It's just like how every NFL team has like an emergency long snap. Exactly, and like a emergency quarterback. Yeah. Like if uh, if like Kirk Cousins and McCoy. Get hurt, we were gonna use Tressway yeah. <laughs> or something like exactly. That's what we that's what they should have to do. I feel like Crosby would be the Penguins because he played in like junior hockey, like before he like started playing center, he played a lot of goalie. I feel like and he, he, he plays goalie in like street hockey tournaments, really. Too. Yeah, <laughs> like when he plays up in his hometown of like Nova Scotia, he always plays in goal. What a clown. I mean, I guess if you played, like, out, like, on the ice, it wouldn't really be all that fair for all, like, yeah. the normal people. So, like, putting them in the goal makes it a little better. <laughs> Plus, like, if you scored on Crosby, that would be, like, amazing. <laughs> that would be, like, a huge ego boost. Like, I'd walk around like Will Tatum already walks around all the time. <laughs> Shout out to Will Tatum. Shout out to Will Tatum. And his, and blue, his, suit. Melon. And his yeah, blue, blue suit. And his blue suit. And his butt tattoo. He'll be here shortly. <laughs> yep. I'm sure he'll be on the next couple of episodes. With cases of Fago. So, <laughs> so, shout out to Fago. Shout out to Fago, our number one sponsor. Um, and then now we got to talk about Nashville, Smashville. You mean Hockey Town USA? Hockey Town 2.0. USA, apparently. <laughs> you got like Garth Brooks at the games. You got Toby Keith at the games. Both studs. Uh, you got Carrie Underwood at all the games because her husband plays for them. Uh, 
like all these people, like have you seen all the anchors? Like Field Yates said something about it. Like so did Bucciagross. Like their bucket list is to like go see a game in the Stanley Cup playoffs in Nashville. Like mm-hmm. I, I've only watched a few oh, Nashville yeah, like, games, it's been but apparently lit. it's ridiculous. It's people are throwing catfish on. Yeah, them. that's their thing. <laughs> throwing cat. They've actually been doing that for a while. Really? But yeah, because like they like the Red Wings with their. Uh, the octopus. octopus yeah. They've been doing the catfish thing for a little while, but it's pretty hype. But yeah, it's super hype. How do you get that into the stadium or the arena? <laughs> I have been Oh yeah, bring it on. <laughs> but yeah, that uh, the Nashville just their environment has been insane. I was watching the game last night, and the entire like where like you know the heart of their fans are right, and like the blue line to blue line. Those yeah. guys were standing up the entire game. That's and crazy. then when it got any time of any type of crunch time or any big play, the whole stadium would erupt. It, you would have no idea that that was not like a traditional hockey town in like the Northeast or in Canada or yeah. something. Their fans were just amazing. I mean, I guess if you think about it, they only have two sports teams mm-hmm. and one of them is the Titans. Yeah, and all yeah. the players, like the whole... Yeah, I saw the offensive line and was there and there was one dude just Marcus like dancing Mariota around with a pounder. the whole offensive line <laughs> have been there like, like a Budweiser yeah, pounder. Yeah. Time. That was funny. And I mean, they're a really good team, too. I mean, they've been decimated mm-hmm. by injuries a little bit. They're without Mike Fisher and Ryan Johansson, but they're going to their first ever Stanley Cup final, uh, which is. Must be nice. It's not really yeah. super surprising. I know what it's like. <laughs> but uh, there's only four teams left in the NHL that have never been to the final that's the Jets, the Blue Jackets, the Wild, and the Coyotes. I think the Caps have No, that we went to 90s, one. We just, right? yeah, we lost, yeah. though. But, uh,. Yeah, and just building off of that for the Nashville Predators, P.K. Subban, that trade is uh, proving to be a pretty huge mm-hmm. thing. When it first happened, I really thought that Montreal was getting the better of the trade just because I thought Shea Weber was a more accomplished guy. But P.K. Subban and Robin mm-hmm. Yossi is probably the best defensive pairing in the National Hockey League. Yeah, and uh, I also saw with like Pecorine and how he's been playing – uh, in any game, the Predators have kept their opponents under two two goals or less. They've won every single game. And I think they've done that like 11 times or something. They've kept their opponents under two goals. So. And like, it, they're like, they're kind of like how like the Devils used to play. They're like an opportunistic team because last night I was watching the game and they were up 2 to nothing in the first period. Mm-hmm. And the shots were like 19 to 6. They had, they had, against. they had their first two goals were on three shots. Yeah. Like, that was like the Caps Penguin series in that one period. Yeah, we did get outshot a lot in that series. That's not a good way to go about doing things, no. but I mean, it, like, Fleury played really well in that series, and Pecorine, obviously. Like, it mm-hmm. took Chicago three games to score a goal in that first round against Nashville, so obviously they play really good defense. Um, his stats are just ridiculous. I was looking over them before the show 1.7 goals against average, uh, and then a save percentage of. Uh, 941, which is just stupid. Yeah, that's so dumb. And uh, 12 wins, obviously, pacing everyone. Uh, they have four wins to win the Stanley Cup Final. And again, they're an eight seed. They're an eight seed in the Stanley Cup Final. I didn't look up to see if that's ever happened in hockey. I'm sure it has, just because mm. for some reason it doesn't seem to matter where you're seated in hockey. You're going to play good. You're going to play it tight. It's not like the NBA. Like, I really wish... Hockey was like the NBA, where like the teams that were supposed to win would just sweep everyone. But like, <laughs> the series that I, you know, I, I had I mean, the Penguins. The Caps. We almost lost in the first round. That's true, Toronto. That's what I'm saying. Like a team like Toronto is obviously not anywhere near as good as Washington, but like they'll still play a competitive series. That's why I like hockey so much more than basketball. 
But yeah, I mean, I gotta give credit to the Domain senators about too. You, Josh. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> and the, the senators, you know, I'll give credit where credit's due. I thought it was gonna be a, a five game series at the most. They're a disciplined team. I think tonight's game. You know, we said the what ifs. I mean, I'm saying it right now. It's gonna be a, a two one three two game. It's gonna be really tightly contested. Um, I think Ottawa's gonna play really conservative, and they're gonna play disciplined. And, Hopefully, we'll just tittle the twine more times than them. No, that's probably going to happen. No, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I think it, it's just completely on who scores first. Whoever scores first will have it, especially if Ottawa gets it, because yeah, they'll just Ottawa's shell up. Home. Yeah, they'll, they'll just, just shell, shell up. up, which I really I really hate. But, I mean, it is what it is. When you got a team like that that doesn't have a ton of talent, that's kind of how you have to play. Because, mm. like, besides Eric Carlson and, like, Bobby Ryan, like, I didn't even really know anyone that played for them before this series. Yeah. But that that should wrap us up for hockey. The Stanley Cup Finals are going to start next week at some point. I think it's like four or five days from now that they're scheduled to start Game 1, which would be in Pittsburgh if the Pens win, and it'll be in Ottawa if the Senators win because, again, Nashville is a eight seed. We'll move on uh, to basketball. And uh, I don't really know what to add for basketball other than the Warriors are doing what they need to do. Um, anyone that said that the Spurs had a chance if Kawhi was playing – they're drunk. They need to go home. They need to be tested. Um, because Golden State's just in a league of their own. I mean, I really want them to lose, but I really do feel like they're they're going to win the title. They're just going to win. Like, LeBron's decimated already. Like, if he freaks out after losing to, like, one game to the Celtics, like, he's going to just lose his freaking head top <laughs> if he loses to the Warriors, like, three games. I don't think they'll lose to the Warriors. I think they're going to. The Warriors are just too good. I mean, I hope the Cavs win, obviously. I don't see how the Cavs match up with the Warriors. But let's let's talk about that, because the Warriors, obviously, you, there's not a whole lot to talk about for them. But, like, we'll play the what-if game tonight with Cleveland and yeah. Boston. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas isn't playing. Um, so that that's, you know, huge for the uh, Celtics. Marcus Smart. What do you have, like seven threes? He had 29 points, yeah. yeah. He had seven threes last game, so he was huge. Uh, Kelly Olenek is a little bitch. Jarebko, <laughs> um, also a little bitch. Throwing shots at Kelly Olenek because he ruined the Wizards. He ruined me for a little while, too. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But uh, who, who's got your what-ifs tonight for Boston and Cleveland? So for Boston to win, they need... Marcus Smart to shoot, so he was, what, like, six for nine last game or something from three? No, seven for seven, ten, I think. Seven for ten, okay. So they need him to go eight for 11, at least. All He'll right. have to improve that he can't be stagnant. And then Jarebko is going to have to knock, uh, um, like knock LeBron around a little bit again. And Olenek will have to just take a cheap shot. And get J.R. Smith out of the game because I think that <laughs> I think I think J.R. Smith is pissed. He just seems mad. Like you saw his tweet. He, does just seem he just off. seems pissed. Like the, I don't know why he seems so mad. Because like the somebody tweeted at him about because Bradley Beal said we would have been a better mm-hmm. matchup than the Celtics, and somebody like tweeted that I'm some reporter or something. Yep. And J.R. Smith was like, like shut up, sit down, enjoy yeah. the game or something. It's like, dude, what? It's Who, because Jared yeah. Smith is just a coattail riding hoe. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like him, though. Oh, I, like, I like him. I like, Jared I like Swish, him. But yeah, he's, he's riding the He's the biggest coattail rider I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I, well, besides Ray Allen. 
Fuck you, Ray Allen. But... Or like Mike Miller. Yeah, or, <laughs> or James Jones. James they've, Jones. Yeah, they've been following him around for years. LeBron's just got a bunch of I want of all the same support players for yeah. my whole career. I want, I want my groupies Mel everywhere Williams. I go. Yeah. And then the Celtics will also need LeBron to just like not care again. Because it, it looked like he just straight up did not care in the last game. It looked like my uh, one of my friends person. Yeah, one of my friends from school said that it looked like a January Cavs game. Like just like a ran when they were playing like the Trailblazers yeah. or something and decided to rest like rest everybody and LeBron still played but he only played like twenty minutes and that that's just what it looked like. It looked yeah. like they just straight up didn't care like it was an irrelevant game and like it was like they were just kind of like yeah we because they started out and they were winning in the first they were up half. sixteen yeah. They, yeah, they, they, they were up, up a lot. they were they at one point were up twenty one points in the yeah. third quarter yeah and so it's just like what happened they didn't like, play defense you just, did, you just didn't care and that's yeah. just effort that's all effort so I think it just shows that they just didn't care and so the Celtics will need them not to care again and I don't think that's going to happen considering they're in Cleveland and. I, I can't see the Cavs losing back-to-back games no. on their home court. That would be pretty outstanding. If, if that happens, there needs to be absolute pandemonium and panic. panic. They need to burn <laughs> Among, things. Yeah, they need to start looting and arson. <laughs> yes. Yes, lots of... Uh, and burn the bronze jersey again. Yeah. Everybody who burned it the first time and then burn. bought new ones, they need to all go back and burn LeBron's jerseys again. <laughs> they need to do it twice. Yeah. Burn. Uh, also, ridiculous ways the Cavs will win is if a pregnant woman comes to the game and goes into labor and Iman Shumpert delivers the baby in the, in the arena like he did with his wife on their oh, kitchen wow. table. If that happens, I'm calling the game right there. Iman Shumpert goes back in with like the placenta on his head. Just, just drains threes everywhere. Um, <laughs> wet. wet. And then another so one I have is an obvious one of J.R. Smith checks into the starting lineup without a t-shirt on or a jersey. He goes out shirtless. Yeah, if Cavs can play, if we can turn this into shirts, shirts and skins and yeah. Cavs or skins, they will be oh so in- LeBron How and Jr. Do you think Al oh, yeah. is of his like chubby body? <laughs> He's so self-conscious. He's such a dad body. He looks like a giant baby. He does, like a seven-foot-tall baby. He's bald <laughs> as hell. Oh, I think that <laughs> shirts versus skins. That would that would be an easy Cavs win, and then the last one I have is Kevin Love comes out. He shaves everything but his mustache, and he wears two multicolored like rainbow shooting sleeves. He oh, definitely okay. went mustache for a while one year, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he did. I think that would be the way to go. Also, I think just stash. Oh, he had the Jackie me. Moon look going. Yeah, yeah. 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 What a tool. Yep, just stash is coming back in. It's gonna be in again mm-hmm. soon. I'm ready. Yeah, you should be, because you're thick up there. I know. <laughs> my whole beard is getting ridiculous yeah, though, in all honesty trim up there pal I don't want to I want to win the cup oh yeah I'm going to shave you I'm going to shave you like you sleep beard. we didn't have we, we got everyone has some selfies too is like trim up your beard you look like a bum and I'm just like I would rather look like a bum and like no woman talk to me for two and a half weeks and win the Stanley Cup <laughs> it's more important the Penguins were there before I knew what a woman was what about Tammy Tammy is my mom. <laughs> Moms are not women. They're different. They're in a different Damn. category. Shout it's out good. to Tammy. Because you love your mom unconditionally. I don't know and if I could ever you. love a woman unconditionally. And, and, and your mom loves you unconditionally. Exactly. They, like women, I, we don't like, trust them. You have a good day talking to a girl, and then the next day it's just all one-word replies. Like, <laughs> that's not the way it goes with your mother. I don't know. But either way, my mom K's me a lot. Though, oh, over damn. text, just that is K. So cold. That's foul. K, no period. 
No period. Oh, damn, that's even worse. <laughs> that is bad. That is really bad. All right, but that's all I have if uh, Cleveland wins. Obviously, if LeBron is LeBron, they'll win. Yeah. Kyrie needs to shoot a little bit better. He's had I a thought, shitty playoffs. Yeah. I've enjoyed I, it, I agree. personally. Yeah, I mean, it's it's nice seeing, like, I don't know what took people so long, but, like, John Wall's in the upper echelon of players now, and, like, people are finally, like, realizing that now. And we've been like, saying why? it for, like, yeah. We've been saying years. it for too long. Like, yeah. I feel like a broken record. Like, when I was saying it, you know, back then, people were like, oh, you could be right now. They're just like, Josh, shut the hell up. Like, <laughs> they don't want to hear it anymore. And it's it like the whole off. KD to DC thing. Yeah. It pisses me off seeing people on Twitter like, John Wall's so good. Like, no, y'all didn't want him then. Y'all didn't want to say he was good. <laughs> those those don't were say the same now. people that said Kyle Lowry is better than John yeah. Wall. Mom Chuck literally Holmes. just <laughs> came me. I was, I, she said that she, or she said where she was, and I was like, thanks, we're doing the podcast now. She just said, K. Oh, man. Such a cold world. Paula's not getting a Mother's Day card next year. <laughs> that's cold. All right. <laughs> so uh, I guess that's really all I have to add about the playoffs. I expect the Cavs to win tonight. I expect they will, and they'll probably win game five yeah, as well. Yeah, 4-1. And uh, maybe LeBron's just pissed off because he's not going to get that rest that he needs. And that's that's a whole other rant i got to have about NBA players needing rest and like hockey players don't take any games off, and it's so much more brutal. I don't understand it. I think there just needs to be less games. Less yeah. games would also I'll, I'll, I'll work. Fix it. Because, like, I'd be pissed off if I went to a game and the Cavs sat all their starters. Speaking of sitting all court. of your star players, well, do you know well, who well. likes to do that a lot? Who's that? Greg Popovich. <laughs> oh, okay. So. I set you up good there. Thank you for that uh, lead-in, Josh. I will now be explaining to you all why Greg Popovich is overrated. And I'm going to make sound effects with my mouth. <laughs> He's our soundboard until we get one later yep. this, this season. So, Popovich started with the Spurs in 1994 as their GM and VP of basketball ops. When he took over the Spurs, uh, that position, they were 62-20 and 20 his first year, 59-23 and 23 his second year, and then coming into 1996... They started off very, very poor. They were 3-15. and 15. David Robinson, uh, NBA great, Hall of Famer, got injured six games into the year, and uh, Popovich decided to fire their head coach and make himself the head coach, which imagine that happening right now. Imagine a GM, imagine if or, uh, the Wizards, for example, started 2-8. and eight. Imagine if Ernie Grunfeld fired Scott Brooks and made himself the head coach. The world Oh, he's terrible. He's terrible. He's terrible. I know, but I'm just I know, but I'm just saying just because they're the closest that I can think of to okay. a team starting poorly right now. I was right also going to say 1996 was a great year. I think that's the year I learned how to walk. <laughs> huge. Uh, I think that was when I learned to talk as well. So damn. huge, that huge was time. A giant, I haven't been <laughs> that important since like forever. No. Since then. What am I fucking so doing? Also, <laughs> also in the 1996 year, uh, Vinny Del Negro was injured. Sean Elliott was injured. Chuck Person was injured. All of those guys missed substantial time. And they ended up finishing the year 20-62. and 62. Pop's first year as head coach, 20-62. and 62. That gave Zinger. them... yeah, Tim Duncan, right? Uh, well, exactly. That's what I'm getting to. So that made them the worst team in the NBA. They got the most balls in the lottery. Hello, Tim Duncan. Now, Pop's, Pop's, first, him, Pop's first year uh, as a head coach, or as a head coach with a non-injury depleted roster, with David Robinson back, all those other guys back, and with Tim Duncan as a rookie, they were able to instill this like twin tower style of offense and defense, which has 
essentially never been seen before at all. Both T- Duncan and Robinson could get 20 and 10 without even trying. And so, of course, they end up, the league couldn't figure out how to defend it, just like nobody can figure out how to defend the Warriors right now because they're just shooting hella threes. Yep. And so they won the championship in 1999. Oh, so it was next year? or It was, was it two, two years, years after he took over. So one ring. Okay, continue. I know. I'm getting there. I have I have asterisks for all of his rings. Don't worry. Um, and as David five Robinson five and as David Robinson began to age, they were able to pick up some good free agents. They got Bruce Bowen, and Stud. then and then they drafted Tony Parker. Stud. And all all while this time, keep in mind Popovich is still the GM and head coach. So I'm giving him a lot of credit during this era of his time because he's because not only is he coaching the team, he's building the team and the. Building of the team is the most important part of the Spurs and will be for the next like fifteen years. They're getting all these pieces right now. This was in yeah. This was after the nineteen ninety nine championship. They drafted. I built the biggest block tower in my preschool in nineteen ninety (laughs) nine. There we go. I'm just gonna keep like throwing your your personal milestones alongside with. With Popovich. This, yes. Okay, that's just, fine. That's a better just idea. to compare you and Popovich. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See what he's doing. Like he started out faster than me, but I want to catch up to him. You are. You wait. You are. Um, so, I don't know. <laughs> but that was the last uh, time Popovich was doing anything with the front office. He then uh, gave up those duties to. I think the same guy still has it now. Whoever he relinquished them to. Um, so that's the end of giving him credit for being a GM. So now we're just going to focus on Pop as a coach and. He already has David Robinson, Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, and the next year they draft Manu Ginobili. But that's not on Four, him. Huh? That's not on him, right? That's not on him, but I'm just saying he, now he's going to be able to reap the rewards of having Manu Ginobili on top of the players he had already acquired. Then those, all, that four was able to stick together. Uh, Robinson retires, and they are able to start bringing in free agents, and they win their second championship in 2003. After bringing in Robert Robert Ori, and Mr. proven Big shot. Big proven shot winner, right exactly, there. and he didn't get that title under the Spurs, did he? No, he did not. And then three of them died. Yep, he already had four. So moving on, he uh, then they got Hedo Turkoglu, already known to be a lights out shooter, shoring up their. Yeah, this out? is all about the two thousand three ring. To a big fuck you to Hedo Turkoglu. <laughs> oh yeah, for you. Yes, <laughs> he dogged me in two K with that one person. I me and, never live it me and John did a player lock two K. He was LeBron. I was Hedo Turkoglu. This was and, like in tenth grade. Too. Yeah, and I made like. 12 threes with Hito oh, Turkoglu. Was it was very limited. It was back amazing. <laughs> but anyway, so back to that. So now they have this team full of the the core four players and they have uh they're starting to bring in these veterans. And after two after that 2003 championship, it was essentially opening the floodgates cuz everybody's like like how you look at the Spurs to this day, it's like, "Oh, I can go there and just win a ring because yep. everybody else around me is so good. I don't even have to try. That coach is and so good. No, it's because all of those players are so good. And I will harp on that with the NBA is the only sport, or of all the four major sports, coaching matters the least in the NBA. Disagree. Look at Eric Spolstra and the Miami Heat with LeBron. Look at the Did he do a goddamn thing? No. no. Look at look, look okay. Look at the and Celtics the, with Brad Stevens. Look at Brad the, Stevens. Is Brad nice Stevens player. is a great, great coach, and they don't have any players that that's why are he, able. That's why. But they don't have any players that are able to lead. 
Who's the leader on the Celtics mm-hmm. right now? Al Horford. No. No. That's wrong. <laughs> so any no. any been, team been there? any team where the star player is an actual leader, think about how much the coach does. Oklahoma City, nothing. Rockets, nothing. When Kobe was at the Lakers, uh, the after Phil Jackson. I actually right? disagree with nothing. the Rockets statement, but Mike D'Antoni's all right. Because yeah. they had more pieces last year. And they, and they, they played a lot this better this year, yeah. too, on defense. But we're talking about 2003 still, right? Yeah, we're so. I, so right. I was just saying that just kind of <laughs> opened. Trying to think of okay, something. yeah. 2003, you were what, like uh, seven or eight? 2003, I was eight. Like 2003, 2004, I was a rookie for the Dayton Blacks of um, you know down in Harrisonburg when I was living down there. I was promoted to starting quarterback of the wing key formation. Huge. Yep. Did so, you do wow. anything? I think we went like four and four <laughs> that year. I, I didn't throw any touchdown passes, but I ran a couple in. And I like stubbed my thumb real bad. That, 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 that's a Colin Kaepernick for you. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> I was a beast. <laughs> Moving on from the 2003 championship where they have started to get the veterans in, 2005 comes along and it's pretty much the same thing. Their bench is so deep that throughout the entire season, they had over 12 players averaging between 10 to 35 minutes a game, and each of those players played in over 50 games. Name any team with that depth. Today, like at all, besides maybe the Spurs, <laughs> they don't. It doesn't exist. With and then depth? with that kind of depth, like and the players that they had were actually quality players who deserve to get playing time. The Cavs, they do not. Have, I, I I had it pulled up earlier. I can show it to you later. Their roster. It's it's no. I know they had a really terrible. good roster, but the Cavs don't get enough credit for how so, good their roster really is. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's because they have LeBron. Yeah, because they have LeBron. It just outshines everything yeah. else. But then, so 2005, they won the championship with a super deep team of all the guys they already have, plus these key veterans coming in. 2007, same things happened. And then in 2014, they took it to Ooh, a, a, a slight... A I know, because nothing happened. <laughs> they didn't do shit between 2007 and 2014. I mean, they made it to the playoffs, but they didn't, yeah, okay. they didn't actually do anything. Like, they didn't make it to the... I don't think they... I think they might have made it to the finals, like, once or twice and lost. Oh, oh. They did. They lost in the Western Conference Finals, where he was completely outcoached by Scott Brooks. Look up any articles about about oh, 2011, yeah, I, I believe, when the Thunder and Spurs played in the Western Conference Finals, uh, yeah. and Scott Brooks basically taught Greg Popovich what a playbook was. So uh, that also can go back to um, still going to take Greg Popovich over Scott Brooks any day of so, the week. Can so, I have all of the Spurs players and Scott Brooks, and then? Uh, you can have all the Spurs players and Greg Popovich, and then we'll see who wins. Yeah. I, 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 would, I would be very love to see that. Greg Popovich, yeah. Russell Westbrook, and KD. That could be bad. Oh, I agree. But uh, you give. But then think of that Thunder team after that. After them, true. It was nobody. Yep. All right. So they then were, they were titty. So wait, I gotta. Make oh wait, up you forgot where... James Harden was on that team too. They, yeah, and he was, James Harden was not on there. Yes, he was. Oh, in 2011. And Serge Ibaka. Yeah. And so that was Perkins. So I got a cover from 05 to 2014. No, 07. 07? All right. Yeah. 07, I moved here, and I met John Bentley, so I think I peaked yeah, in peaked. middle that's school. And I, peaked, at, yeah. at Robert E. Ayler, I peaked. Um, let's see. Mr. Funk made me a man. Um, <laughs> in 2012, I touched a boob for the first time. That was pretty big. Can you name Huge that time. boob? 
name that boob. I no, I refuse to comment. No, I, I know who that I think boob everyone is. knows the I, boob. Yeah. But, oh, the uh, boob. <laughs> they call it the boob now. But anyways, um, yeah, that was a good time. I was really happy about that. Um, and now we're 2014. That was 2000, 2014, I went to college, and I got a 1.8 GPA. So <laughs> <laughs> Popovich has me beat in 2014. Yeah. I'll give him that one. But in 2012, I had him. I was the boob toucher. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so then, now, <laughs> 2014, they're, now they're essentially done because Tim Duncan is now done. Parker, old. Ginobili, old. They have no really budding rookies. Like, Justin Anderson is like, okay. 2014? No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm saying from 2014 to looking at now. Where are the other three rings at? I've said all of them. You said five? I've said 2014. 2007, 2005, 2003, 1999. Oh, okay. I didn't even hear I you say all. anything about the 2014 championship. Uh, that was the one that where, where, where they dogged the shit out of LeBron and Dwayne Wade. It was, yes. Was and, the largest episode. Oh, I didn't ever. realize I skipped that. Okay. And that year, they had 14 players contributing to their lineup. I and know that just, team was also very deep, the Heat team. Uh, yes, but they were not as deep, oh, I would like, because I, I looked. So, and LeBron. Carried the team, carried the. Uh, this isn't about LeBron. Heat. Don't make this. I know, about but LeBron. I'm just saying they LeBron <laughs> Don't carried do the Heat and Wade and Bosch, who were supposed to be oh, all stars. The they bad. stood there and watched. They did. They averaged together. They averaged 15 points, and those are two all stars. But that's the largest deficit in NBA Finals history. I know. Right there, Ooh. it's crazy. Shout how, out to Greg Popovich for just setting them up with how a great terrible game the point. players played. Um, Popovich did not touch the floor once. Oh, he definitely walked on the floor for timeouts. <laughs> that definitely happened. Didn't touch a ball. Oh, he probably did. And then shoot around. So now let's look at today. All of those players who Popovich brought in, I, I would say he's a great GM. And so as he has not been the GM anymore, and they've just been able to kind of cycle through these veterans who have already been proven, uh, who just come in to try to win a ring. They've been cycling through those. Um, and now all of his core players who he's been able to have all of these success with, Tim Duncan, David Robinson, Parker Ginobili, those guys have pretty much been there through all of this. And now they're all gone, and Kawhi is hurt, and look what happened in this Warriors series. They had Where was that great coaching? I didn't see any great coaching at all. I saw teams getting dogged. I believe the, plus, the, I believe the, the plus minus without Kawhi was in like the 90s. So, so where do you credit Kawhi's success to? Huh? You think he was going to be this good if he went to the... Yes. No, fuck no. Kawhi is the Kawhi is the best two way player in the NBA. I, I agree, but he would not have. He been didn't where learn. He, is. he didn't learn how to play defense from uh, Greg Popovich. See, I'll, I'll side with John. I think that having Popovich as a coach definitely helped the defensive side of the ball. It doesn't. But Kawhi was already a good defender. He was. And he was already he was a good player. Play playing in the Spurs system the Spurs. allows. How him can you even say that? Do that. Everybody says that. Who? I haven't heard anybody say that. <laughs> I literally I sit on watch ESPN and they always say that. They always just say it's Kawhi's only good coach pop. No, they said that he would not be where he is without the Spurs. Yeah, because he's got to play with all these other great players. That I think the system he's in definitely helps him out too. Because I mean, if he was, you, you if he was do playing with like the Wizards, he wouldn't play any defense He'd be a at joke. all. We don't play defense. He yeah. scored twenty points a game and they'd be a joke. So like, I don't understand what you're getting at. Like he. I think he his Kripovich is a great coach. He's, yeah, he champions. maximized his potential because he played for the Spurs. Kawhi Leonard. Agreed. I don't really see how that. Because his coach is Greg Popovich. 
But no, he was good. He would have been good anyway. He would not be as good We're, as he is. Okay, this is just a circular argument. He would now. not be a top three MVP <laughs> candidate. Okay. If he was. he would right. not be an MVP. Okay, right. let's Defensive settle this. Player everyone, of the year. Right. everyone pull down their pants and get a tape measure. <laughs> this is All what right. it's come down to. Come yeah. on, let's just do it. Right. Well, I win. We know this. <laughs> I'm I'm done. I I went through his whole career because I already went through how he's done now. All right, so, so how great he is. Okay, so no, I appreciate I already, that. I mean, did you just watch this last series? I didn't see any greatness. There was no fine. greatness. You there. also watched. There was the, nothing to be. You also watched the series. best. Uh, the A best dead dog could have coached the same thing. I think he probably coached better than you could have. I'm not an NBA coach. So a dead dog. So. You're better than a dead dog. <laughs> I would have won as many games. Yeah, I would have won as many games. <laughs> I would have won exactly as many games as he won. In this okay, series. would you have won the last series? Probably. You're a NBA is lie. easy to coach. I would just tell him. I would just tell him go do what you've been doing. You're a fucking lie. What you've been doing to get yourself here. So do they set up all the inbound plays, all timeouts, and all that? Do they set those up the players? I don't know. Some no, teams they probably they do. Lebr- I'm sure LeBron. I've seen LeBron. Well, LeBron definitely walk in there and rip the head, okay, he, rip they, the clipboard out of the coach's hand. We're gonna. We're not talking about LeBron. <laughs> LeBron is a different person. in basketball goes back to LeBron. Back no, to it LeBron. doesn't. Yes, it does. LeBron is a different person. <laughs> LeBron, right now, in the NBA, is God. You were literally just shit-talking LeBron before we went on air 10 minutes ago. That has nothing, like, that does not (laughs) make me so angry. John's on-air presence is different than his off-air personality. Everyone's different off the air. (laughs) LeBron is a bitch. We're all all You literally just said he was a God. He is. He's an NBA God. He's he's a top-five player of all time. I know. He's then, number one. No. If, okay. if he's Next. God, who's Jesus? Next category. Are we going to the gritty rundown now? Greg Popovich. Yeah, we can, we can go to the gritty. We'll talk about baseball another week because um, I don't want to talk about the Pirates. But uh, gritty sports finished, patented, um, still trying to get our lawyer on top of it. We need to hire a lawyer. Do we know anybody James, in law school? James should just do it. I know someone I in James law school. A yeah, but James just seems like the type that would do it. I, I have a friend going to law All school. Right, talk to him. I'll let him up. I need to get this gritty sports finish like Tell him we don't so we can sell t-shirts. <laughs> he knows. Okay. All right. can give him a t-shirt. We don't even have t-shirts. We're going to make t-shirts. We need t-shirts and bumper stickers and audio boards. Put are it on gonna, the list. Are you going to get us those? I'm, gonna start I'm getting Go the Fund audio me. board. Where's Go. the t-shirts and the Go Fund bumper me. stickers? All right. So the first one on the gritty finish. Hold your applause. Um, <laughs> Goosebumps being played 15 times in a row live at a concert. Is that hype or annoying by annoying. Travis Scott? Travis Scott's head is way too big. I heard that it wasn't like the whole song 15 times. I heard it was like the, the same chorus part. 15 uh, times. It's way worse. Which I, I don't know if it is worse or if it's better. Because like, it, I'm thinking about... I went to a Schoolboy Q concert one time, and it was right when Man of the Year came out, and he played that whole song twice in a row. Okay. And that was that was pretty hype. Can I get a timeout? What? Schoolboy Q takes a big old shit on Travis Scott. I know, but Man I of saying, the Year goosebumps. I, but I, I do understand where you're coming saying, from, but 15 so, but that times? Was, that was, I'm just saying, I was saying it was really hype, and I remember when it ended, I was like, I would definitely not be mad if he played it again. <laughs> so I was just saying, I don't know how long that feeling would last. I would, I'm just going to say that I would have to be there. If I was there, then I would be able to put a better gauge on I just think Travis Scott is way too big. Because I think he, because what I've seen like is Travis Scott likes to kind of play off his crowd. So I feel like if he saw people were being like digging this, it, yeah. like if they were digging it, he would keep going. But if they were, they have a like, choice stop. though. That, like after ten, you're just like you know, what, go ahead and finish it. I <laughs> yeah, don't care. Just do whatever you want to do. It's like I'm already hammered. Go for it. <laughs> Probably high. Whatever. Yep, just, yep, whatever. Bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought it'd be annoying, but <laughs> I, I don't think I, I just want to be there. Travis I have to be Scott. there. 
Um, next up, LeBron not in the MVP finalists uh, list. What are your thoughts on that? I'm going to go last, so I'll let y'all go first. I just think it's – if they – they would just have to give it to him every year. It's they, if they decided that after he won like four out of five years, mm-hmm. they decided, well, we just have to kind of change the <laughs> – the order, the award. I, I'm with Ryan. I think he should be a finalist, just basically every year. Yeah, but take the ca- take. I don't LeBron think he probably should win this. I year. think you guys are honestly going to be surprised on my take. But go ahead. No, I'm 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 done. I think he should. I don't know why they feel the need to scorn LeBron further. Yeah, like why make LeBron angry? Yeah. Okay. Besides Russell Westbrook, LeBron should be second. Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. James Harden had a because hell of a year he did, too. but LeBron's team without LeBron is the biggest pile of shit mm-hmm. ever. You're right. Kyrie can't carry a team. Kevin Love no. joke. No. Jr. Smith already been there. Yeah, I think LeBron. Like I like I said, I may not like LeBron all that much. Mm-hmm. Greatest player in the NBA right now. Blah 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 blah. Bitch. Blah blah blah. <laughs> the best player in the NBA, hands down. Mm-hmm. And right. if the MVP is the most valuable player to your team. See that's like that's LeBron been my argument every, exactly. for I the agree. longest time, and like it's just become a statistical thing. It's yeah. not like about you know who means the most to your yep. team. I think they should give it to. I think I kind of agree with Max Kellerman. Shout out to ESPN. Actually, no, fuck ESPN. <laughs> but um, like splitting the award that or at the end of the playoffs because mm-hmm. Russell gone, yeah. James Harden choke job gone. Yeah. Why Who, hurt who's left? LeBron? Because I saw one person was saying like split it have have like a most valuable player and then like a best offensive all, season or yeah, like yeah. best all around season. So then like Russell Westbrook would win like the best season, but the most LeBron valuable player most would valuable still player. be LeBron. Because if it was most valuable at the end of the playoffs, mm-hmm. it would be obvious who's it the most would valuable be player. LeBron, and then you would have probably Steph Curry is playing well in the playoffs. Yeah. And then you would probably have John Wall mm-hmm. or Bradley Beal. John, like, honestly, probably the biggest win-loss differential if you remove a player from a team is take John Wall from the Wizards. Take they, John Wall from the Wizards and they games. win, yeah. like, 15 to yeah. 20 games. I agree. Then, they'd, they'd be the Sixers. Yep. Because yeah. Bradley Beal is not really that good. I've never been a big fan, though. Are you serious? I'm not a big fan. Is that on this? Because you should add it to the finish because no, I would love no, to have no. a conversation about we it. We can have that conversation later. <laughs> we have stats prepared. I, just I don't, don't need stats. I don't like the cut of his jib is what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't he like... He's a dog. He's a good Pure shooter. Pure offensive stud and a good defender. All right. Two-way next, player. Next. The best shooting guard in the NBA. We're making best it now. Best shooting giving, guard in the NBA. Yes. What? Oh, James, James Harden's a point guard, so yeah, I stand by oh, my statement. Oh, that's true, he is a point guard. He's now. better than Clay Thompson. If you watch any playoffs, Clay Thompson is some shit. He's titty. <laughs> and then who else is a shooting guard? DeMar DeRozan is good. DeMar DeRozan is very probably better than Bradley Okay, but then, then I'm taking Bradley Beal. I don't like the, I think it's like the I Spy song where he says like, I'm like DeRozan, it always goes I hate, in. I hate that song. I don't like that song in general, but I think that's the main reason why, like, do but it not, is true. If don't you don't like DeRozan, you do always go in. But I, I don't think so, though. Like, I I think DeRozan's overhyped. His but, mid-range, see, he scores like 35. Really I think Kyle Lowry's the overweight. Yeah, one, but, like. but the thing with DeRozan is he scored 30-plus and not shoot a three. That's yeah, impressive. That's, yeah, I'm just, my thing is why he's not good is because he can't shoot threes. Yeah, and he's very... Because that's yeah. like today's NBA. I, I, you gotta oh, be able to shoot threes. Time out. Look at that faggot. You can't, say that on the, you can't say that on the air. It's 2017. We're going to put air horns over okay. that. Sorry. <laughs> It'll be all right. No one's listening okay. anyway. Trump's president. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> all right. Uh, next up, best Will Ferrell movie is what? Uh, Ricky Bobby. 
I was thinking Ricky Bobby just because I saw that recently, but I also watched Anchorman 2. I watched Anchorman 1's better than Anchorman 2. See, they're both hilarious to me. Like when he smokes crack on the air. <laughs> <laughs> That's vintage stuff. Step Brothers is also Step very Step Brothers funny. is great. I think I'm going to go 1A, 1B, Anchorman 1A, Step Brothers 1B. And then Ricky Bobby somewhere. Yes, yeah, that's second. Those are all favorite. I mean, Elf is really funny too. So. But see, Elf is just too Christmassy for me. Oh, and it's also like you watch it every year, so it gets old really fast. Um, <laughs> let's see. Your favorite album of 2017 so far? Uh, um, Jay Z's album dropped yet? Oh come on! <laughs> is Hendrix, We're starting with this. Is Hendrix in 2017? I think so. I think it is. I pick Hendrix over. Over more over life, more life. Oh yeah. God. I've been saying that for a while. I said that in the group chat a while I back. I must have missed it. Yeah, I, I'm going with more life, but I really, of course, I love Damn. So, I like them both. Ah, uh, I still listen to Coloring Book a shit ton though. So that's not 2017. I know it's not. It was summer last year, and I'm still listening to it. Magna Carta, Holy Grail. <laughs> I'm gonna actually thinking. go Curveball, Rick Ross's album. Okay, okay. I really like that good. album. I, the only one I know. I just, trap, 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 trap. His his Birdman disc is amazing. It was, yeah, that it one was is a good that album. Really high. I listened I through it one time, and all I remembered was trap, trap, trap. <laughs> young Thug, shout out to Young Thug. He kills that song, and yeah. Wale does too. Even though he's on some sensitive shit all the time, <laughs> he's a sensitive man. He is. He's kind of like me. All right, <laughs> I'm sensitive. I'll embrace it though. <laughs> NFL owners okay ten minute overtime thoughts. I saw uh, some Redskins reporter posted like the last time, besides like us tying. Uh, the last time the Redskins uh, have had to go past 10 minutes in the overtime was, like, 1994. So I don't really think it's going to Yeah, I'm matter. cool with it. Go for yeah. it. They know what they're kind, doing. I think it would make to... teams be a little more aggressive. Yeah. You know what it does is it steals all the garbage time away from fantasy players. True. There's five extra minutes you could get True. out of somebody. Got to think about that. Shout out to Alshon. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, DeAndre Hopkins. All right, next up, what's more boring, this year's NBA playoffs or reruns of the Big Bang Theory? <laughs> NBA playoffs. Big Bang Theory is hilarious. I'm going like Big Bang Theory. Yeah, I, I really don't like the Big Bang Theory. Oh, my I God. Did you see they're making hell. a spinoff about, like, the one annoying Bazinga guy, the nerdy guy? Oh, Sheldon? About him as a child. Okay, come oh, out. No. Sheldon is the best. They're making a movie about, or a show about him as a child. I'm intrigued. Yeah. I'm intrigued. <laughs> You're intrigued. Oh, see, I'm intrigued. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be like Poppy. On you'd send up the C for it. Can we, can we videotape one of these and do it just like that, that and I'll yeah. be Poppy? Do a C? Oh, no. We're like, we're like a beach shirt and like don't like have no idea what's going on. I'll come um, just black drunk. I don't know what's going have on. Have like some uh, Jose Cuervo in your pocket. Uh, favorite thing to do in Grand Theft Auto Five? Steal. A plane from the airport, fly it to the military base, jump out of the plane, and like parachute directly into the fighter pilot hangar. <laughs> that is always a bold move. That's my too, favorite. You could get shot down by the yep. tanks and stuff. I actually like playing the missions. I really do. Yeah. 
I mean, the missions are really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, besides just having hella bread now and that game, exactly which I it. love doing that, like, once you complete it. I'm a big fan of taking a jet ski out to the limits <laughs> of the sea and trying to stab a shark. <laughs> it's so hard. Like, I've only done it once. And, like, you, you, like, swim down there and, like, you're worried about running out of breath. And you only get two passes. First pass, the, the shark doesn't kill you. And then the second pass, he just fucking eats the hell out of you. So, like, you gotta get him the first time. You gotta stab him. Uh, it's weird that like one stab kills a great white shark, but like it's fine. Gotta be on your if you haven't done shit. that in Grand Theft Auto, like you just you go around and then you'll see like a red blip underneath you. You just dive down, and try and stab them. It's so much fun. MacGyver. I also buy a lot of stocks in that game. Uh, I get yeah, bored. Important to invest. It is important to invest, especially if you're Trevor. Um, yeah, all right, initial homeless. thoughts. Now that we're like seven weeks in, what are your thoughts on fantasy baseball? I. Don't I still don't care. I this is my like third year trying to do fantasy baseball and I'm hoping I'll care. And like this year, like I thought doing it with you guys would make me care and I still don't care. I thought like and, Adam shit talking me constantly. Yeah. Like I had to block his number because I didn't <laughs> yeah. care. But I still block I think the only way that we would all care is if there was money on the table. A lot of money. Yeah. Not a lot not a little sum. Yeah, of not money. like ten bucks like like, if we did, like, 50 or something. Like, obviously no one care. cares because Will is obsessed with, like, being the best. And yeah. he's 1-5-1 and one right now. So yeah. it's like, uh, okay. It's just We're like all still cares. better than Will. And yeah. also, like, what the hell is up with, like... I get these notifications every day that, like, six of my players aren't in the exactly. starting lineup. I'm just yeah. like, I can't add and drop six people in one day. Yeah. I can't do it. I won't because do it. Because when you yeah. do it, then I'm just... Picking up your scratch. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like I'm taking It is him, very hard to maintain him. a solid lineup. That's why I kept Starling Marte in the lineup for like three weeks after he suspended. <laughs> I was just like, who the hell cares? Like, who am I going to pick up? You should have just uh, uh, DL'd him. I already had someone on my DL. Oh. That's a problem. I had like Ian Kinsler on the DL or something. Or, or like uh, whoever the – Jason Kipnis for the, for the Indians. Stud. Yeah, but like they're all injured, so who cares? Whatever. I don't even understand how the scoring works. <laughs> Whoa, did y'all see that? Manny slapped a bat at a midair at a game. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Are they looking over the best of Ginobili when he had hair? <laughs> he still had a bald spot, though. <laughs> he still had a bald spot. All right, more likely to uh, be found cheating, the Alabama football program or UConn women's basketball? Damn. Uh, Alabama. Yeah. Really? Actually, I don't know. I feel like UConn is cheating. What is his name, the coach? Gene? Gino Ariema. He looks like a sketchy sucker. Yeah. But so does Nick Saban. Oh, Nick Saban. Nick Saban looks like a human represent like representation of Satan. I, think, I think he is just like actually he sleeps and breathes football. Like he mm-hmm. does everything by the book. Yeah, I think yeah, I think he does, but I feel like Alabama has like so many boosters that just will do whatever they want. Yeah, literally whatever they can. Yeah. That's All right, next one we got here. Three left. Uh Travis Scott or Young Thug? Where do you guys stand? Thugger. Yeah, I'm going with Thug just because. Yeah, just because he has so much more music right now, uh, like just and he's like cranking shit he out. He hasn't made like anything bad in a yeah. while either. Travis Scott, I, I think if he comes out with more stuff, I will like him better because I think like in total, like his two albums, I like almost every single song on both of them, and like there's a lot of Young Thug songs that I will skip. So I think he makes more quality, but just like. Thug has so much quantity. His ad libs are better too. Yeah, ad libs are definitely better. They're key. Um, favorite uh, teams draft and off season combined for the NFL. Um, Besides the Patriots. Yeah, everybody's gonna say them. Um, 
I really liked what the Titans draft was specifically. I liked the players they went after, uh, specifically Dory Jackson. And they dropped a receiver. And they gra- really yeah, and they got a receiver. Yeah, they got Corey Davis from Western Michigan, right? Wasn't that where he was from? Yep. Yeah, they got him. So I think they they really picked up some crucial pieces, and they got a guy that will help Mariota out. I like the Titans draft a lot. I actually, this is going to sound biased, but the Redskins did a very mm-hmm. good job. We potentially got three first-round picks yeah. with – Allen, uh, Ryan Anderson, Allen that late was close. and uh, the corner that we got that was hurt. And that running back. Uh, S- Samaj yeah. Perrin or whatever LT said he thinks that he could be like, just like. I uh, used to play running back. I used to play running right, back. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear running back, I think of that Next. Wally song. Uh, oh, can I jump in real quick? Odell Beckham just signed a five-year deal with worth approximately $25 million with Nike. Matched Adidas, and that's the biggest uh, shoe deal for a football player ever. Wow. So expect maybe some shoes coming much. from... Yeah, I was saying the same thing. All right. Gave uh, LeBron a billy not to run away. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Nike didn't have jersey, then they would have nothing. <laughs> All right. Uh, my favorite draft and offseason moves, I was still, I'm sticking with the Buccaneers. Just their oh, addition I of forgot. Deshaun Jackson mm-hmm. and drafting O.J. Howard in the first and round. Swaggy P. So big. Swaggy, swaggy Baker. Baker. <laughs> yeah, Swaggy Baker. Who's swaggy P? So, swaggy I mean, I just really, really fell in love with O.J. Howard, thinking that the Steelers mm-hmm. were going to take a tight end in the draft, and they ended up not taking one, and Ladarius Green left, so it is what it is. But, um, yeah. Y'all should go get what's his Tampa name Bay from Buccaneers. the Browns. Who? The Gary Barnage. Yeah, he can play. Gary, you only say that because you had a him on your fantasy. Team. He was a joke. Y'all, y'all hyped him up. I took him as a joke. That's not why I'm saying that. He's a joke. Artie Three just doesn't like throwing to him. We need Greg Olson. That's not I'm, gonna happen. I'm convinced it's because Cam Newton's racist, but that's like a whole side story. He doesn't throw the ball to Greg enough. But old boy is gonna go off for them. True. What's his name? McCaff- Christian McCaffrey's about to eat. Yeah. All right, last one we got here for today. We're talking chicken, and we're talking fried chicken. Mm. Would you pick Chick-fil-A, Zaxby's, or Bojangles with all the intangibles put into play? Breakfast, lunch, dinner, sides, price. This is a serious question, or does this sound like a joke? I think it could get – I mean, I haven't been to Zaxby's yet, but I I Zaxby's is good, but Chick-fil-A takes a dump on both of them. I think so, too. But Popeye's should be on that list. I'm going with Popeye's. Bojangles because of all the variety of things, like the, the side options. You got your mashed potatoes, you got mac and cheese. If you could never eat anywhere else for the rest of your life, and you, between Bojangles, Zaxby's, and Chick-fil-A, like every meal of the day, you I'm would taking, pick Chick-fil-A. Yes. Yeah, really? I'd probably take Chick-fil-A. I just think I would get I would run out of options. Just you don't need options. The spicy deluxe yeah. number two with a lemonade is all you need in life. Right. Yeah, the chicken but I don't, for breakfast. Yes, though. but oh, Popeyes goodness. should be on that list. I don't know. Popeyes? I had Popeyes today. Popeyes is a crack. I agree. Their biscuits. Boy, <laughs> what does he say? Uh, 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 boy, if you don't stop. Boy, if you don't stop. <laughs> that in their fries. That ca- boy, if you don't stop. That Cajun cookie. All oh, right, oh. so now for our tracks of the week. I got It's a Vibe by 2 Chains. Nice. My ego is enormous like my crib in California. <laughs> I'm, I'm going with Wyclef Jean by... Uh, Young Thug, because that music video is, like, one of my favorite music videos ever. (laughs) I'm going to go with... Drum roll, please. Huge, huge day. First track of the week. Oh, yeah. Uh, Of the the season. Every Day We Lit. Uh, Every Day We Lit. YFN, Lucci, and P&B Rock. I'm on a P&B Rock kick. 
Shout out that to song P&B is on Rock. Swag AF, by the way. It's been on there for a while. Shout it out, keep it <laughs> Swag AF on Spotify, Follow the them. most collective rap playlist there is. Give yourself a so little. Right <laughs> Check it out on Spotify. That'll wrap us up though for Gritty Sports today. Thank you for listening. If you made it this far, if you're not, you're fake. Um, and you're not hearing this, so it doesn't matter. Uh, Not sure when we'll have the next one. I know Ryan's going for a cruise. I'll be down in Atlanta this time next week, but we'll make something happen. We'll be back. A couple Uh, weeks, We'll be talking about the NBA Finals, obviously, and hopefully the Penguins in the Stanley Cup. Hopefully hopefully not. Not Not in Game game 6 going on tonight, so go Penguins. I think that's all I have to add. You guys got any shout-outs you got to get off your belt here? Just to the squad. Our group. I really like shout Virginia outs. Beach. Yeah, uh, it was a good time. Drinking every day at 1 o'clock is Virginia fun. Beach is corny, guys. I got the shakes. It's impossible <laughs> It's impossible to maintain that forever, but yep. for a week it was fun. I mean, I agree. I still like the Outer Banks more, but uh, Virginia Beach was a good time. Well, you were drunk. Shout-out to Ethan. <laughs> but shout-out to Ethan. Shout-out shout to, out to Nathan, ACL surgery. Yeah, uh, hopefully you'll be able to walk He's going to come back like Adrian Peterson. That's what I said, but I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, probably not. He doesn't right. have those genes. He'll walk with a limp forever. Okay, just kidding. <laughs> we're leaving. Yep. Goodbye. Bye. Peace.